Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, this is Alex, and you're tuned into the Market Adventures podcast. It is Wednesday, January 27th, and Reddit just broke the stock market. If you're new to the show, I encourage you to go back and listen to a few episodes ago and stay caught up with the concepts and context I use in these episodes. And if you're returning, try to bring somebody with you. Now, we're hearing a lot of bubble talk and GameStop mentions all over the media. So let's take a look at what's happening and how we can prepare to profit on what happens next. Stay tuned. I just want to take a second to ask you again to go and like the Instagram page, right? It's at Market Adventures Podcast on Instagram. Well, I share some really cool quotes. You can go to my feed. You can find some motivation. Um, I also share my story, just some catching up on me and my family, what I've got going on. I'm also going to be putting trades, profits, um, some watch list things. The Instagram is going to be great. It's going to be amazing content that you're going to want to see every single day when I post. And it really mean a lot for us to start to move our community from this, just this audio platform and really get together and start communicating. You could message me directly on Instagram if you have any questions, if you think there's a stock you want me to look at, if there are any trades, you have any ideas, you want to run past me, anything, right? So go to Instagram right now, type in Market Adventures Podcast. You'll see the logo, click on it, hit that follow button, And I hope to see you on there soon. Enjoy the episode. So let's start off by defining what a bubble is. A bubble is a fast increase, like a really fast increase in asset valuations. So a bubble can happen on like a micro level or a macro level. So we're talking a bubble can happen within one particular sector um, or the entire economy as a whole. Now, the last example of this was the tech bubble, right? That's when tech companies were just, you know, IPOing like crazy, you know, ridiculous valuations. People are paying these prices um, and the companies didn't have anything backing them. They were just literally like creating the company, then going right to the market. So that was the last bubble. What's happening today is a mix of mobile brokerage access. So we're talking about Webull. Uh, Robinhood, things like that, a combination with social media, so TikTok, uh, Discord, and most notoriously in this particular situation, Reddit, and diverted spending. So by diverted spending, I mean people aren't going out to clubs, parties, restaurants, movie theaters, whatever. 
they're literally getting their money paying bills or now putting it in the stock market because of the advent of social media kind of steering people in that direction. Now, Wall Street Bets, in addition to other platforms, has been in the media uh, in particularly because of GameStop's run. Now, people are getting together, and this was happening before GameStop, but if you remember a couple episodes ago, I, talk about a cr- I talked about a possible or potential crash coming sooner rather than later. I can't put a timestamp on it, but just a feeling that I'm getting. People are literally getting together and pumping certain stocks. And by pumping stocks, it means they're getting into chat rooms, Facebook groups, things like that, and they're telling you to buy a particular stock um, at, on a, either on a particular date or just telling you to buy a particular stock, right? And they're overpaying for either the actual asset or they're overpaying for call options, right? By overpaying, it means that they're, they're paying um, a crazy premium to try to essentially push the stock in a particular direction, right? Because there's two ways that a stock can move, either on the speculation through options or buying the underlying asset and that driving the bidding uh, the price up. So those are two ways that can really impact the the price of a stock. For me, it was a thought of putting my mom in a nursing home. It was a thought that, you know, I wouldn't be able to go to all the track meets and basketball games and dance recitals, all the things that my children did when they were older. It was the thought of, you know, not being able to travel the world and being stuck in my city or hometown for the rest of my life. That's what got me into stocks. That's what got me into trying to invest in myself to learn and to grow and to create financial freedom for myself and my family. That's why I created the Stock Market 101 course. Learning stocks and getting started can be difficult for some people because it's an industry that's not taught in school. So I try to break it down the simplest way and also give you as many tools as you needed to get started. So if any of those things are a reason for you to get started seeking financial freedom, be it your family, your mama, your kids, your father, your grandparents, whatever inspires you to get into the stock market, let that be the reason that you check out my course. Go to gum.co slash learn stocks. That's G-U-M dot C-O slash learn stocks. If your mama, your kids, or your grandparents are enough motivation for you to get started seeking financial freedom, let me help. Go check out my course and see if it's for you. Now, on a small scale, the market will flush this out, right? They'll flush out losers like this because, you know, if you're you're one person going and trying to move a stock, if the market doesn't feel the same way, it's just going to flush you out. You're going to lose your money. But this is like the old David and Goliath story, right? The more baseless courage there is in numbers, it's going to overpower the size, right? It's going to overpower institutional investors. Realistically, it's overpowering intelligence and experience, right? Because intelligence and experience will tell you not to buy GameStop. But it doesn't matter what one or two or three people think. 
if hundreds of thousands of people are are making a move in this particular direction anyway, that leverage is going to win every single time. Now, you're going to hear the word short squeeze in the media. I'm going to explain what short short in the media. I'm going to explain what short squeeze is. Investopedia describes it as a short squeeze occurs when a stock or other asset jumps sharply higher, like we've been talking about, forcing traders who had bet that the price would fall to buy in order to for, uh, to forestall even greater losses, right? And them scrambling to buy adds to the upward pressure of the stock. So in layman's terms, when thousands of retailers come together and pick a stock that has a lot of short positions on it, which means they see a lot of short orders on the stock, there's a lot of people betting that it's going to go down. When they find a stock like that, they all come together and bid the prices up. Right by bidding the prices up, institutional investors or large investors who are on the short side, they have to then buy back the stocks that they shorted because they want to stop themselves from losing even even more money. Right. So we talked about shorting before. Shorting is when you sell a stock, or you can uh, use puts to short as well. But it's when you sell something that you don't have. If you sell something that you don't have and the price goes above what you initially sold it for, you need to buy it back because now you are selling something for cheaper than it's actually worth, which you cannot do. So by doing that and bidding the prices up, everyone who is shorting stocks now have to buy it back. Now, what does that do? The combination of buying back the stocks by the people who are shorting and also all the smaller traders buying it creates an explosion to the upside. Hence, GameStop and all the all other ludicrous movements in some of the stocks lately. Now, CNBC reported that the volume or the number of small call option contract purchases, right? So we're talking about small, someone buying one or two contracts, right? One, two, maybe even three contracts, which is most retail investors, right? Spending, you know, between $50 to a couple hundred dollars on one contract. And... The volume on that outpaced large option traders by multiples. So large option traders are those who buy like 10, 20 contracts and spending thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars on option contracts in one sitting, right? The small guys are outpacing them by multiples. Like we're talking about 10, 12 times as much volume on the small side. Now, I can't tell you how many times I've heard the word bubble in just the last week. Again, if you were here two Saturdays ago, I talked about the crash and go back and listen to the episode. But I mentioned like the the advent of retail investors having such access through mobile apps. I, I'm sure if Robinhood or other retail uh, brokerages didn't exist and people had to sit in front of their computer and do this, it wouldn't be happening as much. But you could literally open Robinhood in seconds and place a trade in seconds. Having that is way different than it's been in the past. So having that much money in in the market and then having social media, people are able to connect and to now rig things like that changes the dynamic completely. Now, this wouldn't be legal on an institutional level, right? Like if one bank went to another and was like, hey, you know, um, let's put a bunch of money in this all at once. Like that would be illegal. But the fact that it's happening on these social media platforms, it's really hard for them to try to crack down on that. But I do think they're going to do something eventually. 
Now, the crazy thing is this isn't just happening in stocks. As far as I've seen, the real estate market is rapidly inflating as well. People are paying crazy prices for houses to try to take advantage of the these low interest rates. Now, this is also fueled by, in addition to low interest rates, right, the forward guidance of the policy, right? People seeing that interest rates aren't going to ra- be raised for a little bit longer. And on top of that, if Biden's going to give me another $1,400 check, well, yeah, I'm going to spend my $600 check on options if I can go make some quick money, right? That's the idea, right? If I'm going to get more money through unemployment benefits and stimulus, why wouldn't I go and buy some options, right? I'm going to get the money back anyway without doing anything, right? There's 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 less risk now to get me this extra and easy money, so I'm going to use it on more specul- speculative um, investments like stocks and options. Now, what do you do with this information, knowing that all this is happening? Do you go seeking the next get-rich-quick move? Or are you going to you know, type in Robinhood Trades on Facebook? Are you going to go to Reddit and find that subreddit? Are you going to go to you know, um, Wall Street Bets? Are you going to look to join the party? Me, personally, I'm going to trade like I've always been doing. I'm going to ignore that stuff. I'm going to trade as I've always been doing, but I'm going to now keep a larger cash balance. So I normally like to keep about 50% cash balance. I'm going to up that just a little bit more to keep a larger cash balance and limit the amount of trades I'm doing throughout the week. Because you can only do this to the big wigs so long before you piss them off, right? Right now, they love liquidity. Like you saw the run on Bitcoin, they took their profits. The big wigs took their profits. I mean, to go from 42000 back to 32000 in a week, Right, they took their profits, which I told you guys was going to happen. You're going to see it happen a lot across a bunch of different asset classes, and I believe that you know the market's really good right now. There's a lot of money to be made, so I'm not going to take myself out of it. But I'm going to make sure that I have a large enough cash balance that should the big wigs, and I say big wigs, and talk about the big money people who are getting beat up right now because retail investors are beating the hell out of institutional investors, in my opinion. That's what I'm seeing. So you're gonna they're gonna be pissed off eventually. And I've never I've never seen it happen, but that just makes common sense on any in anywhere. Anywhere you look, you piss off the big people long enough. You look at the music industry. You piss off the music industry long enough, you're gonna get screwed. The movie industry, talk about actors who piss off Producers, you you see them disappear. They never come, you know, you don't see them on TV again. Maybe on an infomercial somewhere, right? You piss off big money long enough, something is bound to happen. Now, I, I think this is great that, you know, the little guy is ganging up and, and you know, taking money away from, because it's rightly deserved. You know, go get your money. Go get what's yours. But me personally, I want to make sure that my trading style is sound and works without having to, to go through these means because, when stuff like this, when the Reddit posts and the Facebook pages and the TikToks slow down, the people who got their money from that never learn how to trade. So when things return back to normal, if they ever do, they're now missing a skill set and that money quickly goes back. And I have a quote in the outro that you're really going to love because that's the reality, right? The money quickly goes back to the people who know what to do with it. So I'm going to keep a higher cash balance. I'm going to keep trading like I always do because I'm going to take the money that's there to be made. 
But should something turn around, I want to have enough cash to take advantage of that too. Right? So that's how I am going to be trading this, what is essentially a bubble that we're in or ensuing bubble. And I'm interested to know what you guys are doing or you gals are doing out there uh, in this environment. And if you're somebody that maybe is interested in going to Reddit, I just implore you to please be careful. You want to learn the skill first. Right? You want to learn the skill of the game first before you try to take advantage of any of these kind of cheeky ways to make extra money. Because the reality of it is the game has to remain the way that it's, all, it's always been, right? And it's going to revert its way back to the way that it's been in the past, right? Even when the three-pointer got added to basketball, you still got to learn how to pick and roll. You still got to learn how to pass. You still got to learn to do a layup. Right, even with LeBron James and Kobe Bryant to the world, rest in peace, you still got to learn how to do the fundamentals because in the event that those crazy uh, um, abnormalities are gone, it all comes back down to do you know how to actually perform? And what I want you to learn is learn how to perform, take the money that's yours so that if something happens, you also have a foundation to start trading again on and take advantage of what is going to happen within the next couple weeks or even months. Warren Buffett once said, the stock market is a device for transferring money from the impatient to the patient. Don't get caught up in all the hype. If you truly believe that you're worthy of something, you won't mind waiting for it. I'm all about financial freedom. That's what this podcast is about. But I'm not about to bet my baby's food or their diapers or a roof over their head on GameStop. That just isn't in my wheelhouse. Anywho, before you go, It'd mean a ton if you share this episode to your socials. Click the share link now and spread the information and education. The greatest gift you can give someone is information. And remember, when life asks you what you desire, what you want from it, what you what you wish to impart and leave upon the world, don't ask for security. Seek adventure. <laughs>